0: Right. And thank you, yeah. too. And thank you to Laura, too, for letting us do the show.
1: Tonight. True, yeah, it's a rare Monday here at the boardroom. Uh, you watching on Santa Cruz Waves, all of our friends out there. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got a great show. Mark Andrini's back. We're going to talk about the '90s. So we
0: have, we did, we've we 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 done, we done three, two shows or three. Well, have we we've done two or three? Three or four decades. We've done, we've done like four, we've done two or three shows in we our want, way. You want to check him out there on YouTube? This is, I think, the third or fourth show. We third. Do the, we're gonna do the '90s tonight. We do the
1: '90s.
2: Third. This is the third okay.
0: one, and we may drift into today because
1: you and your brother Pete, who's here as right. a fact checker, he's, he checks yeah. facts. Okay, okay. Right. yeah, got to make sure you don't lie. Yeah, yeah. So That's we're right. gonna, we got an instant <laughs> phone a friend. That's right. We um, both brought your boards, your personal boards, and we'll talk about that a little bit. That might get us up into today a little bit, kind of. Um, but for those of you who are watching, like Neil said, you can watch those previous shows. But you've been doing this a long time. That's
0: Nineteen seventy one.
1: Well,
2: yeah, earlier, 68. Okay, on the uh, Volkswagen
0: part. Oh, see, first lie. Here uh, we go. I, the I, bus I'm, is actually, 1971.
2: I always <laughs> have to lie. Back checker. Fact checker. 71 is when I used my own name. Ah. So I started in 68. What were you before? I had all Joe, different brands. Joe Schmo? No, I used to, we never would use our names. Oh, we you? would make our own logos. You know, just, you know, cool were you an eagle? Or so, yeah, I've done eagles and <laughs> you know moon, moon art. It was all hippie art. It well,
3: That's why I where, was... Peter Max.
2: Yeah, that type stuff. of stuff. So I'd always make my own logos, and I decided to just use my name to keep it simple. And that was in nineteen seventy one. So that's why it says since seventy okay. one. Since seventy one is when I used my own, Your own name. name. Okay. All right. That's all that bad. Did that, that help I sales <laughs> when you when you did that? It never made any difference. <laughs> it didn't? <No>, <laughs> <With, take any laughs> <difference. laughs> didn't yeah.
1: But the chicks
3: recognized it. Oh. <laughs> Fact check. Yeah. Yeah. Did it work?
1: <laughs>
3: I think he lost, sales. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he lost sales. Oh, he's out of prison. <laughs> I
2: but, think some of my favorite boards over the, some of those incidents. <laughs> do yeah. surfboard shapers get? In them? Do, do they
1: get more chicks than surfers? Like the the? Did we have a? Can we the difference
2: that? between a regular surfer and surfers who make their own boards is we spent half of our time making new boards for ourselves and the other half surfing, so we have less time for those sort of frivolities. <laughs> That's right. That was a very That's smooth
3: right. answer. Uh,
2: right yeah. Fact yeah. check. watching.
3: Yeah. Oh, all the, wife. Wife. All right. all the wife's answer. was a wife
1: answer. Okay. What's her name?
0: Which one? Your wife? The, <laughs> wife, you have, the wife you have today? <laughs> Betty Jean. Okay, Betty Jean. Okay, Betty yeah, Jean. Yeah, yeah. We won't we're off right. to a tough start. Yeah. Hey, yeah. We're,
2: we're not starting in the 90s, we're starting in what, 2023, now we're going to go really fast. <laughs> <back. laughs> go back oh, to Venezuela. The, <laughs> she, she has more than one. Never
0: mind.
3: Okay,
2: <laughs> Betty, don't worry about it. Before we start, what did you think of the board collection here in the boardroom? There are some of the more unique boards. Most board collections have all the classic, I gotta have a Jacobs and a Hobie and a Dewey Weber and all that. But here you have uh, some Tilton Seltzers, and you have Olsons, really early O'Neils. Most people don't have O'Neils in their collections. A Croteau, I love Croteau. And um, who's the guy with the the small wedge stringer? I always forget his name. Uh, Uh, Schofield? Which one? The, the one next the, to the... The, the tilt- Seltzer? The one on the, the other side of... Winterburn. Yes. Winterburn is a super underground guy. He made very few boards, like for one year. Mm-hmm. But he's really made an impact on the early Santa Cruz surf culture here. So to see these kind of boards, for me, is extra special. And of course, a balsa Johnny Rice. Right. You can't go wrong yeah. with well, that. Oh, the balsa Johnny yeah. Rice, With yeah. 12 redwood stringers. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> so I, love the, I love stuff like this because you don't see it. Every other collection doesn't have any Of these, cool. maybe in an O'Neill, right? But none of the rest of them, so that, that's what I like to see. Your yeah. knowledge, though, yeah. just just hearing you talk about these <laughs> boards, uh, you dig you this stuff. Oh, well, I studied every surfboard that was ever made since I started in '61, and we were buying used boards, Pete and I, uh, for that were made in the late 50s. So we had Flaherty's and Eichert's, and mm-hmm. um really obscure boards that you know that you wouldn't think about today. Very few from Southern California, except for Flaherty. Flaherty, I Googled where it's in Hermosa Beach, and we oh. had a lot of Flaherty's in Santa Barbara. They're really beautiful, with the checkered wood fins. I've, deep I've never heard feed. that, that is, it, I mean, in your travels I mean, has Flaherty come never, up? Never, 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 wow. but we own several of them, and hmm. they would restore boards as a kid. He'd wreck them, I'd fix them. <laughs> hey, Rich teamwork.
1: Is that still happening? He yeah, wrecks them and you fix them? Yeah. So, so yeah. how, <laughs> how
0: is it knowing about now, his knowledge on these boards? How is it for you, you know, that in your shop? How is it for you listening you know, listen to his knowledge about the boards? It's
1: really rare that people come in because you're right, there's some obscure stuff right. here that's not um, at the forefront of collectability, right. but the forefront of design, in my opinion. It is. And it's very yeah. rare that people come in here. With that knowledge right and I love history and the history of surfing yeah, so you do. I feel like it's really cool and I was right. enthralled by your knowledge and I mean, <coughs> like Doug was in here Doug Howe right. was right. in here and he looked up at that Olson and he was like I shaped that yeah and um, yeah. and so there are yeah. people with that type of knowledge
2: but how is the master of the rail he was a, a an understudy of Mike Diffinger because he spent time right at Diffendurfer Shaping Room in Encinitas in the would be early sixties. He he told me he would sit between Mike Henson on one side shaping and Diffendurfer on the other side. Wow. It was maybe Gordon Smith. I don't remember where it was, but mm-hmm. he was s- inspired by Diffendurffer, as was I, because of the beauty of his boards. And so that is all about the rails. And so Doug's boards were always absolute masterpieces and always about the rails and so the olsons that were shaped by doug how all have really nice rails and all the rest of them have a bait exactly a c rail just like that every single one of them hmm. and they're just a standard log but i've only seen one olson shaped by how that's number two wow that's how rare they are interesting he's only there not even a year right and then because he started Hout uh, how in 65 so that would be 64. Uh, wow. Russell. You see, that's a, that's you tell no, that's, me. Yeah, Why? Well, I, I, honestly,
1: I, I don't remember him saying the date on it. So that's, what, I mean, he, obviously, he, it, you, it, you can tell by the film, don't fit. ask him, because, you know,
2: when you get to that certain age, you don't remember anything. <laughs> he just, he just puts his shoulders don't remember, up. He's, he's up. like, shh, 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 shh. I can just <laughs> him. don't ask him. <laughs> um, that's why they keep me around I just. Not old enough yet, but I still remember all this stuff. Yeah, you are very me around. sure. Does it, I give does you it, that part. Does
0: it? Uh, you knowing all this stuff, uh, the history <laughs> of the sport. Does it kind of? Does it piss you off that all these people surfing nowadays don't know nothing about the sport?
2: No. And they just just no. surfing
0: plastic goddamn surfboards.
2: No. Instead of being mad, you can never complain unless you have a solution, right? Yeah. And so that's why I wrote the book. God I wrote this book. Segway. It was only. I didn't bring, I brought this to remind myself of what we're going to talk about, but the reason that I wrote it was because people asked me for decades a thousand questions about, well, what about this design and what about that design? It's like, you know, if I had to answer all those questions, I'd only make about five boards a year. So I thought I'm just going to write it all down and just have these white papers. And I wanted to publish them, and I, you know, I, Being a board builder, you know everybody, and all the magazine editors, I make their boards. Mm -hmm. At one time or another, Mm -hmm. right? You mean what? Like the the magazine editors, pretty much all in the US. At one time or another, I make their boards, so I know them all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I thought, I have connections. I sent them all my explanation of all the history of board design. Every one of them, I'm talking like the Journal and Surfer magazine, it's like,
0: and Dreamy, just put that on your website. People don't want to read this
2: stuff. And I was like, I was, cr- I mean, I was crushed. And so, and my wife, she's glassy, she says, Well, you know, people, they want to read about people, you know? Yeah. So I said, I'm not, I don't got to write a book about myself. That wasn't the point. And so, and I didn't. So I thought, I was inspired by Greg Noll wrote a book, a certain hmm. book, surf History, and mm-hmm. I have all the had all these cool stories where his friends would roast him and do a little sidebar. And I said, I'm to do that. But I took it ten steps further and I have like 19 guys in here who gave me their stories and their photos. And I, so they could be the stories about the community, you know, and the people that were connected to all these great uh, milestone board uh, building techniques. Not techniques, but design. So all the building block guys are in here because I knew them, and I got uh, the few that I didn't know. I got to meet because of the book. Like are they
3: still printable?
2: Oh yeah, they're in print. And and is that a, any any Google it? You can get this. Yes. Stuff? Yeah. Just go online the and, uh, and just Google Andrei surfboards, and it's for sale on the website. Pete,
0: Pete, what's different about his boards than any other surfboard builder that that's around nowadays? Even the more classic like you know the, Aquadynamics. huh? Aqua dynamics. Okay, aqua dynamics. Are, are Can you do, give the cliff notes of aqua dynamics? An explanation on the. so is that the like when you put like a boat in one of those channels, just things, that <laughs> they set the water? You see if the tanker flips in the tank? Yeah. <laughs> you have
3: you have uh, V holes for you know go that go deep in the water. They're very seaworthy. You have flat bottom boats that are very. You have all different types of watercraft to do different type of things, and surfboards are exactly the same as boats. They all do a specific type of thing. Right. You know, it's it's the 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 entry rocker on his surfboards are very uh, neutral. They they uh, allow you to get in the wave without interference, uh, even late takeoffs. Very. Uh, just like forgiving, uh, then you know the rail kind of turns up a little bit here. There's a little bit of haul on the entry, and it's nice and friendly. And then as the board progresses back, then the performance is in this end. The friendliness is up here, and you know your feet are somewhere in between. You adjust. And so um, if you want something that performs, yeah, you can do anything that your mind tells you to do without. Any Something for big waves. Um, I think some of the some of the guys right now who are prolific big wave riders are blowing their mind with this. It's a it's a very old design, but it's a very new in the water uh, that that he has worked out with George Green on in the book. And
0: you can get how can get how can one get the book? You just Google just Google Andretti surfboards. It's on the website. And, and what are be Googling? And, and, Trini and, surfboards. and Greeny Surfboards? Okay, the so name of so the book is? The Gift. The Gift. Uh, it just comes right up, yeah. Uh, it and it if you mention up. off the radio show, you get a 10% discount.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what's interesting about what Pete's saying is the type of stuff that in today's world people don't know. No. They're buying boards by models
3: and right. names. They're by the outline. Yeah, you know, it's like it's they're not really the
1: even numbers. thinking about that. And it's funny that you use, like, the boat synopsis because, like you said, Cuts through chop. Um, th- it doesn't get the economy in a boat like a flat bottom does, skimming across the pond. And sure. Having a combination of that is kind of, I think, maybe your secret sauce. It is.
2: Yeah. So, huh?
0: Mar- it is. Yeah. Today's March six, two thousand twenty-three. Yeah. Can I answer this question? What? March six, two thousand twenty-five. When? When am I gonna get? When am I? <laughs> when's my when's my board getting ready? <laughs> I do <knew> it. <laughs> 25
2: 25. 25. I gave two years. Is yeah. that good? Twenty-five. Years? Twenty-five. Twenty-five? Huh? Yeah, we'll fast-track you. You know, here's my deal. fast-track You, fast you, you got extra little no. bit extra money on the side? You don't qualify for this. If you're over 70, yeah. I don't make you wait because you don't have that much time. <laughs> so my front of the line, the oldest guy yeah. goes to yeah. the front of the line. Come on in. <laughs> Excuse me, madam. Come on right up here. So the old folks. walker will assist you. The old folks yeah. go to
0: the front of the line. They do. I uh, always knew that.
2: Never like, been that's not publicized. Fifty oh, no, bucks no, and a through. twelve pack of beer got you to the front of the line. Those isn't. guys
0: <laughs> don't no, right eat <laughs> green bananas either. No, they can't
2: afford to buy green
3: bananas.
1: Pete, let's talk about your board. What is this? It's a seven. What? It's a flame. This
3: is a seven o uh, twin fin.
1: Se- seven o twin fin. This is your everyday board. Can we, uh, can we uh, board, pick up one of them? I have three. of them. they're
2: all the same. Let's let's see another one.
3: <laughs> <Me too.
2: laughs> so you look at this
3: and it calms you down? Does it work? Uh, yes. All right. It has It has on occasion, not, not often. Because I already bring it out there with me. <laughs> if I can't take it anymore, I just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's so, true. It's a good yeah. move. Yeah. And over here,
1: we have your personal board also. Yeah, this, is right my, here.
2: this is my glider. Uh, and I love gliders. I was going to talk about that as part of the 90s. Yeah. Because mm. This is
0: no, well, right. Look at the back of that TC. Oh, Campbell. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. this for me, and he's a big part of the ninth Hang store. on. <laughs> if that, if the well, it's, it's almost like
1: um, getting Thomas Campbell to paint a surfboard. What does that cost? Oh, yeah.
2: Do you know? Yeah, I mean. That, it, it, it's it's a price that isn't really have to do with dollars. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, He's, he's a very well-known, Thomas oh, Campbell, very well-known
1: artist, filmmaker.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a cool dude. He's done a lot for me. And uh, so we, we do exchange. We're more like, you know, we're you know us guys, we're like barter. It's right. all barter stuff. Does anyone ever stop you and say, wow, look at that Thomas all Campbell paint job? Most people don't know that it's Thomas Campbell, but I get a ton of compliments. As recently as the last time I had it under my arm. Huh, that's cool. I surf it all the time, so... I normally do not ever have a polished pretty board. Very polished. Every time I make one for myself, I always hate it because I I I didn't put enough rocker in it or I did some stupid thing and I sell it. So I said, I'm only going to make clear ugly boards for myself (laughs) and this was one of the very few boards that I've had that actually is beautiful and I love surfing it. What blank is this? Is this meaning a, the size of the The, the
1: company that produces Oh, blanks. I
2: use only U.S. Blanks. The
1: U.S. Blanks? Because i noticed yeah. the stringers Well, well dark. I, I
2: choose all those. Yeah. This is all me. The Rocker, everything I do with U.S. Blanks, they used to run Clark Foam, <coughs> who I've been with since 71. Mm-hmm. And so they uh, have my Rocker profiles, and I use yeah. these dark wood stringers because I like the because they're, they're old school. They
1: are. No, it's very, it's it's honestly, it's quite rare to see dark wood like that. Right. Um, and what's this little, uh, pen, is that pencil?
2: Yeah, it's all pencil. And what is this? What's this representative? I don't know. You know, that's Thomas. Oh, this Thomas old, put, this put this that old, on there. Oh, this is all Thomas. Okay. It's all right. And it, I can't read it all. It's Doodles, you know, wow. from Marky Mark, you know, via Muckluck. You know, he's got all of his cool stuff all over um, it. Very cool board. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm impressed. So let me tell you about the '90s. The ni- Here we go. '90s. The '90s. This is this. This is a really short but very cool story. So we all know about the '80s. The twin fin, mm-hmm. like your Jeff Ho you just brought in. Oh yes, yeah. Becomes the thruster because Simon Anderson spins about. We all know the story. Reno Reno Abalera did it first. And Mark Richards pulled the tail in so he could ride better way if she wins three world titles, mm-hmm. 87, 88, 89, I think. When was Tommy? Was Tommy before him uh, or after? Tommy was after. So yeah. Tommy was like 89, 90, 91. Yep. And then when was Kelly? When did uh, Kelly first start winning? This is all part of the 90s story. Right. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know, that's a I good could question. Be, I, I could be back. It, Mark Richards may have been like 85, 86, 87, and then Tommy, I think, was late 80s.
1: I think Mark Richards was. Fact check, hang on, Fact check. Fact check, back check, back check. Back <laughs> check. Well,
2: mm-hmm. if you know, comment, because, well, the, I, I
1: feel it, like it, it Mr. twin no? was like, it was it was uh, like 80. uh 80. It, oh, no, no, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: Mark Richards was 78, late 79, 70s. 80. Okay. Yeah. Mark Richards was 78, 79, mm-hmm. 80. It's before Thrust. That's what it was. So then Tommy would have been uh, in the middle 80s. <coughs> that, I think that's more correct. Yes. Tommy's only mm-hmm. like 10 years younger, than, 12 years younger than me. Right. He was, People exactly. don't realize that, but he's like a little kid. We all grew up together. But regardless of all that, the 90s is what we're talking about. Yes. So the thruster is invented by 82, by Simon Anderson. We all know that. Well now we've progressed through the beautiful surfing of Tommy Curran. He's the greatest modern surfer, will never be duplicated. He's a single fin surfer, so he knows everything about wave positioning and flow. L- like no other, only a single fin can teach you that. So he rides thrusters, but he doesn't ride them like anyone else because mm-hmm. he can ride anything. He started on twin fins after singles and then went to tries. And now, Kelly Slater, who idolizes Tommy, you know, is now coming up, and he's the new world champion. So now enter the 1991, and that was my first glider, uh, 11-foot glider in 1991, because Skip Fry was so inspired by Duke Kahanamoku, who was the famous story of the Duke, you know, riding his, you know, his 16-foot-long Olo. That's a very famous story that he rode castle, outside castles in Waikiki, and he rode a wave a mile for a mile.
0: A mile? Uh, yes.
2: And there's a picture of him. You see, it's, it's in here of him holding the board. It's on postcards. It's Is that a picture. mile
1: straight? Of course. The 16-footer? <laughs> yeah, the like, <laughs> there's no s I think there. the board rode him. <laughs>
2: so Skip was so inspired that... He started making his double eagles, his 12-footers, and he's riding Santa San Onofre, and he just was completely rejuvenated. Well, simultaneously, and I'm a single fin guy, and so, so nobody rides single fins. I, I'm quite sure I'm the only one who rode, other than a longboard contest. No one rode a single fan in Northern California, but I was, you know we moved up here in 1980. So I was the only one that owned one and wrote them. So I make my first 11-foot glider, and I've been riding them ever since. That was 1991. That was the period of the glass slipper. Oh, we love the glass so slipper. Billy Slater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Banana rocker, 6'1", 18 inches wide, mm-hmm. a 2 and a 16th inches thick.
1: He ruined my surfing. Nose <laughs> to tail. I, seriously, I tried to ride what he was riding and it ruined my surfing. Hey, I'm still good. pissed. I know it. It ruined surfing. The only Kelly can ride those. Nose
2: <laughs> to tail. Concave. Mm. Okay? And so during that period, I was telling Pete, during that period, everybody rode them. You and everybody mm-hmm. rode them. And I.
0: Well, ch- I'm tempted to ride them. Well, you barely
2: sit on them. The guys, You're like up on your neck, yeah. sitting on them. But you had to take off after the wave was thoroughly top to bottom, and you take off under the lip. And so everybody rode the inside ledge, and nobody rode outside Natural Bridges. They didn't ride Swift Street. They didn't ride outside the lane. They didn't ride First Peak when it was big. Nobody, nobody was Sur Point Arena. Mm-hmm. Nobody rode anywhere. Except me. So I surfed really, my greatest surfing years were the first half of the 90s before Blue Crush came out, and surfing population doubled by '90. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had like four years. It was really more like six or seven before it got busy. And I just rode my gliders. And so anyway, this lineage shows you the lineage of the longboard. you know. So the 16-foot Olo becomes the 11-foot glider. That's the full circle. This is the whole got it. lineage of longboards. Right.
1: I feel like Vince Collier was doing your secret during that time, too. Because he made a couple of giant boards and just screwed with everybody. Yeah. Because that was when kind of the Mavs thing was kind of starting to. Uh, know, that's
2: so. another, I mean, I, ha- I could talk about that as well. Because that's mm-hmm. when Mavericks is first discovered. Right. And Vince is the
1: only one who had a board in our town.
2: Right. Right. And so right. that's the gun page. <clears throat> We can skip ahead to that.
1: I love it. (coughs) Oh, what the heck is that thing?
2: That's an 18-foot-long Olo made by uh, Tom Wagener for Dave Rostovich. And it weighed 200 pounds. My friend Bob Leonelli took that photo. I picked the board up and was trying to hold it, and I almost got crushed to death by it. It was starting (laughs) to fall, and Dave ran over and grabbed the other side of it so that I didn't get killed by it. Yeah, I'll never forget that's the heaviest thing I've ever seen.
1: You just scream at people to get out of your way when you ride oh, that? Is that
2: what you do? <laughs> get out of the way! Yes, I'm yes. coming yes. through! Casualties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was a classic. But every board is, is described that what in that a balsa here. board? No, no. That's that's yeah. Polonia. Oh, okay. That's Polonia. But the gun period, let's see. Let's go to the guns. Boom. Gun lineage. It actually starts. It starts with the same olo that mm-hmm. the Duke rode. It's 16 feet long because he rode a 20-foot wave at Castles. He rode he a big wave, Yes. The oh, Duke Honomoku is one of the greatest athletes <laughs> right. and the founder of all surfing and Aloha. Period. Mm-hmm. Number one, the Godfather. Of also,
1: surfing. he can swim like a fish. <laughs> and when you lose that thing, you better swim <laughs> right. fast. Gold, gold medal Olympian. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: So. Anyway, the, the, this goes through, you know, the modern to the thruster gun. But, you know, really this Brewer gun Brewer, period mm-hmm. is when, and of course, you know, I live, I still live in Happen Bay, I live across, I could look out my window on that Maverick's ball, I always laugh, because if anyone shouldn't live across the street from Maverick's, it would be me. <laughs> you know, but I do. But I know all those guys, and, and I've known Jeff Clark since he was 12, because he used to make his boards when he was a kid. Because uh, I spent a summer up at dad's, we both did, up in San Mateo. Mm-hmm. Out from, we, we were raised in Santa Barbara, but we were born there. So we'd come back and see our dad. My parents split up when we were little kid. Gotcha. So anyway, Jeff tried to get all of us to surf there. And of course, you well know the story about all the Santa Cruz guys, the Schmidt right. Brothers. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. You know, Tom, Power. and Tom Powers. Tom right. Powers. Who were uh, all yeah, friends. Tom
1: Powers, yeah. And Big Bird were the first. Yes. That. Well, what, uh, interesting, just a quick yeah. step about that is I used to sponsor Jeff Clark for wetsuits before he told those guys about Mavericks. And we would do contests up the coast, and Jeff would have to bring his boards down to the beach because they didn't fit in his car. So we'd be doing <laughs> this contest at Laguna's in the Shore pound, right. and here comes Jeff walking down the beach without these two 10- or 11-foot boards. Right. We thought he was the biggest kook on the planet. We're like, Jeff, what are you doing with these giant, dumb boards? We didn't even know Mavericks existed then. Right. And a gun was like a 7.2 right. back then. You know, like that was a gun. So to right. see him carry these big boards, and then he'd go back to his car and come down with his regular surfboard, surf in the contest, and then load it all up and drive home. But it was an interesting time because nobody knew.
2: We did because everyone who was, we were there every summer since the 60s visiting our dad. So we surfed the coast because we get our parents to drive over 92, and we'd come down to Santa Cruz, and we'd surf all this, you know, what... White Oak Creek, your mm-hmm. Nuevo, and the, the jetty and all that stuff, and Swanton.
1: Well, it's know. interesting yeah. too
2: because you pretty much drove
1: through because I was raised in Marin County. Oh, well, you know, and you, and you drove through San Mateo County, right? And didn't surf till you got to Santa Cruz County. Pretty right. much, I was kind of a rule of thumb. Even though, yeah. as we know, there's surf spots. They just were kind of a no man's land during Nobody that time. It, really. Yeah, no one really surfed there. And you right. get to like On, you and then County Line and Waddell and so forth, people started surfing those spots. But for them, it was really a weird time.
2: But in the 60s, they were unsurfed. Yeah. yeah. We surfed them. And a few people maybe did occasionally, but they were unsurfed And we surfed them. But it was a really uh, cool time. But because we were around, I knew Jeff it would have been. 1970, I think was the year I spent the summer there, and I made a bunch of boards with Robert Johnson, who was a boat builder in Apple Bay, and he, he's a laminator, he said, hey, come shape for me, because I made all my boards from scratch, and he said, wow, somebody knows how to shape. I never used a power tool, hmm. you know, everything was by hand. We were so poor, we Just had like no money, nothing. And you were so, in shape of like 40 grit or something? Or? No, no, was sure warm. Warm. Gotcha. Ah. <laughs> I bought my materials from John Mel. I'd come down uh-huh. at 41st and get on my blank and resin and glass. And go home, make a board every week. And so that's how I knew Jeff. So all through the years, when I'd be up and he'd see me, he, he took me out like every other one. He, every, he took everybody to the bluff to look at Mavericks and wanted us to surf with them. But this all happened after surf leashes, not before. So that was about 75, roughly, when people were actually accepting And so after the surf lease, so he surfed there from the late 70s and for 15 years alone. It's all true. Mm-hmm. I saw, we all went uh-huh. up there and looked at him, this is the stupidest thing i ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone surf there? Right. Because we surfed in the 70s, we already talked about it, you go to the North Shore. We're career surfers, mm-hmm. we go to the North Shore. Pipeline sunset. I would not surf man uh, Me and Barnfield, and so you lose your board every frickin' wave, and get annihilated, and you just swim in and get it and go back right. out and do it again. It wasn't the rocks. You didn't have leashes, right, or any of that. But well, the interesting a sandy thing beach. about
1: Mavericks is that when during that era when Mavericks was surfable and good, every spot on the coast was firing. You know, so it wasn't like we that was the only good. We weren't to go there. Yeah, yeah, so there was. Everything else is on fire, because it's right. so exposed to the weather and wind right. that if it's good, right. the whole coast is on fire. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and that just made it easy to go somewhere else.
2: I know. <laughs> and we did. We never would stay. We wouldn't surf there anyway. I was so why thankful no, Why that, would you surf there? Well, because they, they had... Because when mm-hmm. I moved up there, first of all, I have to live here. Yeah. And I didn't move up until the 80s, so I was already in my 30s, and by the time... I even started thinking about it. I was in my, uh, for at least 40. Yeah. And, you know, ha- young family, yeah. I'm surfing no. two hours a week. It's like mm-hmm. I made, I was making boards for the Mavericks guys then. <coughs> you know, I used to work, I had a key to Jeff's shop. I mean, I always worked at Hout since 1980, I've been there. But I had a, sh- a key to Jeff's shop, and I'd go in there and help him. I'd glass a few of my boards if I wanted to get them mm-hmm. done quick, and I'd glass a few of his. And, We're friends, so I got a lot of exchange with him on board design, and his guns were really good. You know, he made beautiful single fin, 10-6s. And I was making boards for a lot of the Mavericks guys then. I don't know what years. This is early nineties. This is nineties. early nineties. We're doing nineties. And so I'm riding gliders. I'm surfing big for me, big waves, which is everywhere else. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> when it's Mavericks is big, I'm every other spot with when it's at its best, you mm-hmm. know, when it's biggest, and I'm riding my my gliders. You know, so I was really into it. And I said I should just surf Mavericks. I used to surf big waves, but I five years in a row I'm going to do it. I make myself a board, and then I. You'd watch the Power Lines films, you know, the boys. Mm -hmm. Kurt. Yeah, (laughs) Kurt. And I'd watch, and there'd be this wave, and it'd just start eating the wave in front of it. They'd show it in slow motion, and these guys with the boards tombstone. Oh, my God, what am I thinking? It's like, like, you know, I thought, you know what? After the fifth year, I said, I can give myself a pass, because... I surfed the biggest waves that people rode in my period, when I was in my 20s. So yeah. I already did it. I don't need to do it. It no, you you, you, you you doesn't improve. You you no. 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 So I gave myself a pass, and I really didn't believe that I was in shape yeah.
1: you to think. do that. Well, yeah. it's so different today. In dangerous. fact, during the days you're talking about, there was a crowd day it was 18 guys or 12 guys. Right, you now. know what I mean? Yeah. Now there's seventy people. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, You know, so yeah, the, the risk. And I always say, yeah, so it's true. gotten to the point now where people are going to ride waves. They really shouldn't be ridden. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> <and> that's <laughs> the thing out there because that's all you're going to get. You're left. You're the leftover guy.
2: Yeah. Whereas <laughs> you know the area
1: you're talking about, yeah. you can actually get a, a rideable oh, yeah. wave. So, <laughs> you
0: see, I know Mark's going to go because seven o'clock, right? Cut off, cut off time, seven o'clock.
1: Yeah.
2: So yeah. Uh, what,
0: what? No, no, no. About TC's here, we always TC and I always ask our seasoned guests a, a two-part question. Yeah, well, part we we guess. should ask both of them because yeah. we we, are, we have seasoned guests. yeah, it's a nice system.
1: way to say you're old.
0: <laughs> <So laughs> Why you, don't you do the, the first part? Okay,
1: all right. So the first part of our you can, you well, we're gonna switch up on the next question. The first question, and those of you who watch the show know we ask this. A first off, guess. we're gonna talk about your favorite decade surfing and why? And Mark, you'll go first. Your favorite decade.
2: We, this is so weird. So think about this. 60s? I mean, that's the golden era. 70s? That was pretty cool because we're awesome. building our own boards and sorting all these designs. 80s? We hated professional surfing because <laughs> we were like hardcore underground black wood clearboard guys from Santa Barbara. 90s? Mavericks, big wave surfing, 2000s, and now 2020. Do I have that right? The tens. So I think that's six decades, right? Yeah, about surfing. And for me, I know this sounds weird, but the the 90s already described it. My my favorite time surfing was the 90s. It was the least crowded because the crowds was really crowded in the 60s. And when shortboards came out, half of the people quit because they were recreational and they had to quit. So no one's in the water. You were you had to be damn serious to be riding a 510 two mm-hmm. years after you're on a longboard. So. That cut the crowds, but it was a bunch of nasty, unsavory individuals that you're (laughs) surfing with, right? And we all know them, because all of them were our buddies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) When you're at at Mm -hmm. the up beach down the street, they weren't your buddies. (laughs) And so, you know, that wasn't that much fun. And then the 80s, that was kind of work and family. I I had Scott's Creek, I was part of the, with Tom Powers, that's Mm -hmm. how I met and Randy. I met Mm -hmm. all those guys in the 70s or 80s. The 80s is when I lived here, so I surfed here all the time. So that was cool, pretty quiet. And uh, but the 90s, for me, I felt like what Skip Fry described—he his surfing was so rejuvenated because we're longboarders at heart. So gliding in that high pocket, trim, and just the momentum of that board taking you for a ride. There's something really magic about it, and it reminds you of childhood. So for me, when I started writing gliders in the 90s, and I never cared about... Actually, you never want to be popular. That's always a bad thing, <laughs> you know. So I didn't care. I was just not trying to get business. I always made boards for people, but nobody cared about this stuff. But I just so connected to it, and I had all those four or five... It was really more like six or seven years of the most... Beautiful, uncrowded, with never more than two or three guys on the best days of the year riding the outside waves. 90s. right? In the nineties, yeah. right? And and nobody between—it's at least ninety yards between you and where everyone else was on their glass slipper boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't—they didn't even know I was out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not interfering with their waves. They—they they don't even know that there's waves out there.
1: Well, it's interesting too
2: because also at th- that time, like
1: Second Peak wasn't really a longboard spot back
2: then.
1: You know, like it was where short the shortboarders that couldn't yeah. get away with Sewer Peak or First Peak hung out. Right. And that's completely changed. That's so if you fair. were the one guy out there on a little longer glider, right. It was, you You were.
2: But I love the days there. when it was so big there was no First Peak or Sewer Peak. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm talking about those are the days I served. So it would be. Mackey, with perfect right, and there's like, two guys, right? The big and, New Zealander, and there's always a couple of you know, Santa Cruz is like every other really cool town. There's some just crazy characters that come out of the woodwork, you know, <laughs> in a certain, and they usually have some board with half of it missing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just animals, you know, it's right. classic.
1: Well, when I was growing up here, <laughs> it was a guy named Jim Denovan yeah, would sit outside. And you are just—you just saw this guy bobbing on the very outside, yeah. And sure enough, like when we needed pre-like internet wave checking, if we wanted a surf report, we get it from Jim. Mm -hmm. He'd be like next
0: Tuesday. (laughs) Be (laughs) ready (laughs) next Tuesday. He was that guy,
1: and uh, and we wouldn't even know he was out, but he'd be so far out. Sure enough, he stroke into it and catch the bomb. So Pat, it's Pat, you Pat Arco was one of those. Oh, Pat, Arco's Pat Arco. Yeah. yeah no.
2: He always had like an eight eight when yeah. we're all on our seven twos, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was harvesting constantly. Yeah. And there's nobody surfing. I mean, it's like everywhere was uncrowded then. It was just amazing. So anyway, we, that's We do this show. So the, well, we do this show because we want to
1: hear from <laughs> Pat Arco's, right? even though Pat Arco is no longer with us. Right. But we we want to record. Because I wish we could have recorded Pat Arco's oh, yeah.
2: story. What a character.
1: Total oh, character. A character, yeah. Right. And I knew Pat Arco. Yep. So that's, yep. that's why when we started
2: this, we yep. want to talk about it. He surfed everywhere. He was at Waddell. It, everywhere you would run into him. Yeah. He was always just having so much fun yeah. on oh. his long words. What about Lars? Lars from Mars. Lars from What you <laughs> a classic.
0: So for you, it's the 90s. Yeah. Pete? Pete, you're up. You're decade. Your decade and Right now. We do, we do hear that. Actually, about right 50%.
1: Now. Wait a minute. I'm
2: going to do a fact check on that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Where's <Worse laughs> <confused>. <laughs> <be laughs> <a laughs> the computer?
3: It could be a lie. So uh-huh. worst time to be a surfer. Wait, Wait. right now. There's freaking. Th- talk about Blue Crash and the explosion. And then the COVID explosion. It's like people didn't work and they all got a soft top and surfed. Yeah. Now they're graduating to a, a, a hard top, they call them. You know? and, and they're just like so aggressive, and they're watching videos, and they're taking surf lessons, and they're just, you know. So why are you saying now? Why is It's now? total chaos, because you have to adapt. Okay. Just like when there was nobody out, you had to, like when you're alone and it's big, you've got to figure out how to get out, how to, you know, go, you know, find the right spot to take off. If you're too far over there, you don't catch it. If you're too far over here, you you better, you know, be in the right spot. And so it's, I mean, those were all good periods. When I was in my twenties, that was my heyday of, of performance surfing. And now I just love getting in the water so much. It's right now.
2: That's a common theme. We do. You know, I was the one that's always lying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back check. Okay, Neil. Question number two. Are you ready? Question this number two. Here we go. go.
2: This <laughs> time I'm telling the truth. The <laughs> right
0: here. Part B of the question. part B. Part two. You, you need to tell us, Mark, your favorite day of surfing. The one day. Your favorite day.
1: Your last no, breath. It. You'll that, remember.
2: You know, that's. That's a really great question. But for actual just wave riding? Just the day just it pops day, up. Yeah. Well, the, there's a there's the day that instantly pops up. There's two of them. But I'll just tell you about the one that was more about just surfing. The first one's in the book. It's the day I spent with Reno at the ranch in 66. But that's an old story, and it's in print. But I would say that my favorite day is surfing, it, which in, instantly always pops up. Is it is it raglan? Yeah. It was fifteen years ago before I broke my back and was all compromised. And I was writing the finest surfboard I ever owned, which he has now I can't write it anymore. It's too thin. It's a ten foot pentail hull. I mean a radical hull. And it's super light, epoxy. And my wife and I went to Western Oz, spent eight days on the Cape to Cape Margaret River, went to every beach, surfed epic surf there. Hmm. Then we spent a week, we rented a little house on top of not Manu Bay where everybody surfed, but up by this the, the top point indicated the real wave. Mm-hmm. And that's right, the real right, wave. Mm-hmm. We're there and I mean it was so freaking big. The swell was just enormous. And it's like I don't know how to get out in the water. I mean the first day I just paddled to the boat channel and surfed the bottom of it, you know, got a Way inside, but then I figured out, oh, you surf up there, you know. And so I rode that pintail, and I'm backside, you know, on, on a left, which, which is I a perfect spot, backside. right on the left. So, perfect. yeah, it's perfect. Wave, but uh, that was my great, greatest day of surfing. Hmm. Uh, it was six to eight feet, and the waves were about 500 yards long, and they just so five yards, <laughs> but they were so fast you could barely only make, I'd say, two out of three. And all the guys out, all the, because nobody rides 10-foot boards. When I traveled all those years, nobody's riding a 9 or 10-foot single fan. What a pain Anywhere has, in the ass, traveling with a 10-foot board in oh, New Zealand. Didn't mind it one day. <laughs> Air New Zealand
3: didn't care. So it was, was no, free back no then, right? Yeah, exactly. It was free.
2: Right. You could bring anything. Mm-hmm. So I got my Pintail, and Everybody, I made so many friends. That's why I met a lot of the people I know and at these countries I met because, they, what? what's that? And we just make friends, you know, because they never even seen a board like that. They're just unknown in the yeah. rest of the world. And then you paddle out, catch every wave, and you're not friends well, anymore? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never a wave Okay. So.
1: Fact check? That's,
2: that's true. Okay, fact
3: check. It's true. Unless, unless right? he's burning me. Oh, that's that's different. different. Your favorite, Jay? Um favorite day of all time, it's really hard. There's a half a dozen, but I'd say ocean beach. Um mm-hmm. late swell. Um back then I was so I like to ride big ocean beach. And Why? That place is just oh no, shows. Shows. It's thrilling. Perfect. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> ocean beach. Are you saying late <laughs> fall? Is that what you were talking about? No, late winter. It was kind of crowded, but I just I had my mojo on. You know, I was I felt so confident. I had good equipment uh, that really it was a 710 board that he made just out of his head that would work for me, big waves. And I was just like I just owned it. You know, I'd find the right one, they kind of shift over like that, you know, it looks like, oh I'm gonna be too deep and then you're not, you know. Take off behind the crease, and, you know. If if you make it to the bottom, it's all like almost like an elevator drop, and then then you're coming off the bottom and looking up, and that thing's just hurling. <laughs> <you, you> know? <laughs> and it's like, oh no, <laughs> I mean, I'm a barrel dodger. Right? <laughs> and sometimes you can't. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, I'm pulling into this, one. and it's like I could have driven a Volkswagen bus through that thing, and right. and it's like I come out and I'm laughing so hard. This right. is like this is. Like time slowed down, right. 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 and and then I paddle back out, and here comes another. Mm. Just like, oh, this is crazy! But well, you paddle back so out easily,
0: or was it paddle back out was hard?
1: No, well, because sometimes at Ocean Beach, when
3: you kick out, you're,
1: you think you're, you're in the channel, and
3: you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a time <laughs> where I couldn't get back out. I mm. took one wave. Somebody's screaming me to go, and I was like, "That's just a shoulder. I don't want that one." And I went because he's screaming at me, and I couldn't get back out. <laughs> But usually, I mean, I was in my 50s then, and so I never thought that you get tired out there. You know, you just keep surfing, and uh, maybe you got too cold. So, so Mark, yeah. Yeah. We've, got, we've got
0: today, and we've got the 90s, so can we come, Can you come back again and do a show? Can we t- finish? Absolutely. we got another episode. That's <laughs> the,
2: two, the 2000s. We're just getting warmed up. I know. I, d- I hope you enjoyed the, your oh evening I, tonight. I love uh, yeah. sharing yeah. history. I love People to know about it. Yeah, and I'd love to talk more next time about where all the boards came from. I think that would be a cool show. You can Absolutely. talk about whatever you want. All yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like mentioning a guy like this Dick stuff that, see, this is Mark. This, yeah, is stuff of a this, is, this is stuff that we need to influence. Influence right. of a brewer. This is
0: stuff that we need to want to record. We want to have this so it's you know, 50 years from now, people people can read your book and they go back listen to the show and, 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 and listen to history.
2: Most people just read all the ranch stories in here. Yeah. And it, and it not, a lot of them really go into, because this is why I wrote the book, was for this part, because when you're there, building them alongside the people from the generation before me, was there actively building boards. So I have, in a hundred year, this covers a hundred years, because surfboards only cover a hundred years. The ancient boards to the thruster is the The only period of time that there is, and that's really only about from the the middle 50s stopped writing hot curls to the early 80s. You know, It's barely a 35 year span. So I was physically making boards in that 50 year, it, in the middle of that 50 years of making boards, I was in there doing it with all these great people, because that's all there were. And so I just had a unique position in this development of the surfboard just because of the timing. Yeah, We lived in the right place, yeah. and I just, that was the gift that God gave me I just I love surfboard every surfboard I look at every line since since I was a little kid and so I could draw a template and work on it and people go wow where'd you get that board and I just made it I just made it with a sure form but it's only because your mind can see you know the beauty of, of what a surfboard can be and that's really all it is mm-hmm. I wasn't very good at executing it. But it was just that I could see it, and so because of that, all the boards that I've studied, well, even before I was making them, I remembered them all like it was yesterday, and pretty much shape <coughs> one today just from memory, from something I saw in the '60s, because mm. I remember them so well. It's wow! It's mentally, I mm-hmm. dissect every board.
1: And uh, do you have a number of boards? I'm around eight thousand. Eight thousand,
2: right? Uh-huh. So that's not a lot, but minor, That's I'm a one-at-a-time guy from a small town. Well, yeah, you're not a uh, Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
1: production. yeah, you're not. You're the artiste, which is interesting because I've uh, I ask about you, and that's the feedback I get. Is there's an art that you're involved in with surfboard shaping, and uh, and if
0: you're willing to wait,
3: well,
1: right? I think <laughs> I no, 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 no,
0: here's what I want to talk about on the next show. I'll but we'll get it done, get it, you in the calendar here shortly. Just talk about the book. Okay. And yeah. anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. But I also want we'll to talk about what's like surfing with your brother. Oh. And for him to talk about what's like surfing his brother.
2: Yeah, uh, you should have us in separate, like the two interrogation rooms. Yeah, like, <laughs> next. That's what, that's what I recommend. I can't you know, wait. we have the good oh, cop well, and the bad well, cop together with flashlight. Would, flash you, light, the, <laughs> would you want to frame it? Tell yeah, me the truth. And the yeah. other guys. Don't, don't mind him. He's just a little, he had too much coffee this morning. <laughs> I think that would be, I think that would be very interesting. I
1: know that. Yeah. I have
2: brothers yeah. who serve. Right. So <laughs> it's a cool,
1: it's cool. Right. And so, uh, folks, great. we'll be back with the rest of this story. Um, Pop four. Mark, thank you so Thanks. much. Pete, Appreciate Thank you it. It. so much. Uh, you. you guys are still friends? Bailey. Sometimes. Okay, Sometimes. <laughs> all right. Well, that's, that's amazing. As long as he has guests.
3: <laughs> have gas. or gas money. Or, you
1: know, that, that never happens. We look forward to having you. you guys back. So thank you again. We'll talk thank soon. You. Neil, yeah. next week. Who's coming uh, on? Special
0: show this Thursday. This Thursday. This acoustic mm-hmm. Minds, two ladies mm-hmm. coming to town. Going to be singing right here. Live music here well, in the boardroom. Live room. music. I want to cool. thank you. I want to thank Mark. I want to thank Pete for coming on the show. Thanks thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for bringing your boards. This is history. Thank it, you. It's recorded now. It's been recorded. It's there,
3: and we're stoked to have them. can to hear the rest of the story. That'd be awesome.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Good night.